0: and welcome to another edition of Maniacal Books Weekly for the week of Friday, June 16th, 2023. Uh, it's me, your host, uh, the captain of cringe, the maestro of Meh, uh, the conductor of this shit show, uh, um, Alex Mack. Um, so who am I? Uh, I? I am but a purr, poor bird lawyer, sir. So. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm just a small-time uh, indie author and a uh, book publisher, uh, the owner of Max Books Publishing. Uh, just here to chop it up for a little bit uh, about kind of everything from TV shows to like the NFL. Uh, you know, in the hopes of gaining some good rapport and uh, maybe some of you good people will buy a book or two from me you know um and at that uh to see everything that's available check out uh the podcast pretty much on everywhere uh we're on apple podcasts uh google podcasts spotify audible and a bunch of other stuff i can't remember but pretty much everywhere everywhere that a podcast is streaming that's where you can uh find this show at um and to uh see or to keep up to date with everything going on with uh with maniacal books or uh max books publishing uh stop by uh the the socials right yeah it's pretty much uh max books pub and Monaco books uh kind of on everything at this point point. <coughs> and uh yeah stop by the uh youtube channel you know to see the video versions of this uh podcast and like who wouldn't want to see the video version of this podcast right <laughs> just stop by youtube uh go to maniacal tube and uh yeah stop by there um you know subscribe to the channel uh watch some videos like some videos help you guy out uh that'll go a long way uh and lastly we got a new website actually uh Maxbookspubs.com. the the last website uh mcs books is is dead it's gone I'm, i i told godaddy i ain't paying for it no more <clears throat> so they took her away and uh, now i just got my my number one back there uh, so maxbookspubs.com uh to stay up to date on like all the new book releases uh su- such as uh where are the boys uh it's a wait hold on yeah, it's a children's book <laughs> that's what it is yeah it's a nice uh heartwarming children's book or wholehearted i just wait, what do you say how do you say that i can't remember remember what i'm saying i'm butchering my ad but it's a very good full color uh children's book about the uh, importance of family and bravery and uh it's not only is it a full color picture book it's also got like activity books in there like uh, crossword puzzles like pencil mazes uh tic-tac-toe was in there like uh, yeah the, the uh, author stacy scott who uh like wrote the book and, and uh kind of had the idea to put all that together I uh, did a pretty awesome job with that. And so, yeah, check it out. Uh, it's it's available now everywhere. It's everywhere. Just just Google the damn thing. You can find it everywhere. It's uh, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books-A-Million, uh, Amazon, Kindle, uh, and a bunch of other places I can't remember. So, um, yeah. Oh, and <clears throat> now that that's all out the way, now I have to introduce you to my new co-host of Maniacal. Books Weekly. This is a Senior Corona. Hey, Senior. Say say hello to the people real quick. There you go. Mm. Uh. Okay. So yeah, I I messed up. I I kind of messed up when I went to uh, you know get some get another six pack of my my co-host here and yeah. So this there's something called Corona Premiere. Out now, like I I like the regular Corona. Just give me the regular plain Jane Corona, and slip the lime in there, like in the commercials, and and I'm good to go. It's it's nice. It's full. It's smooth. You know, it's 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 like robust. It's like you know, it's 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 definitely my favorite beer. I don't I don't drink beer like that, honestly. I don't I don't drink alcohol. Kind of period, uh, except for like a nice glass of wine on a certain occasion. But no, I don't. I don't really drink beer. But for some reason, the the Corona, I like the Corona. Like that's it's. I don't know something about it. It's it's like the best tasting beer that I've tasted in a while. Like I've so I, man, I was drinking beer like back in high school, right? Like like most red blooded American. Uh, males like start their drinking binge in high school. You know, if if it's if they're healthy, that is. I mean, some some people have crazy situations. They so, you know they've been drinking since third grade. You know, <laughs> you know they they hop off the school bus since like, I need a hit. But <clears throat> no, so I started drinking like alcohol, like really, really, like in high school because you know I succumbed to peer pressure and social pressures like like a a weak dumbass that i am and you know want just want to party and and hang out and be part of the cool kids because that's what i am right i'm one of the cool kids right and so yeah i started drinking and and all that back then but i got to the point where it's like i don't actually like this (laughs) you know i don't I mean, getting a little buzz is fine or whatever, but I I don't really like this. I, I'm only doing this because I want to fit in or whatever. But um, so yeah, I kind of just stopped drinking. But now, but i you know over the years I'd have a brew or two, and it's just like nah, I don't. I'd have a Heineken, I have a Budweiser, I'd have a, like a Sam Adams, I'd have like a PBR or something, and it's like it's it, don't don't like it horse piss all of it you know the, don't get the appeal don't like it and then one day um i had a corona i can't remember where i was at it was a restaurant i remember it was a restaurant it might have been a red lobster and i was just like oh what the hell I'll, I'll take a draft or something and like oh you know we're we're all out but we have like a corona and like uh heineken and something else and i was just like eh oh give me the corona i guess and that I had it I was like oh this is this is actually pretty damn good <laughs> this this might be my beer of choice and and right then right right from the moment we locked eyes it was it was love first sight you know but yeah no so Corona's kind of been like my go to beer of but I got the there's something called Corona Premier this is just like ah that I it's flat though like it's it's Corona but it's but it's flat, like it don't have the flavor to it they, they like took the flavor out or the sugar out or something I think they're trying to appeal to those like them damn 20 somethings with their washboard abs and chiseled jaw lines all them freaks uh, but I, yeah I don't like this one I don't like this, I, yeah damn senor a, I'm not rocking with this one, give, give me the old school uh, corona, the, just the pure corona I'm rocking with that uh, right senor yeah they really fucked you up Ugh. <laughs> yeah give me the old school corona but alright enough of that what was where am I what, what was I talking about where am I going with this um where, uh, oh right so yes we <laughs> the show right the show <laughs> so uh, I don't know who gives a damn at this point um we, we're gonna do what we normally do we're going to do the pop culture feed we're going to do the sports feed and then i'm going to review kindred uh that's uh a series that uh, premiered on hulu uh a while back um but what i i i don't give a damn about any of that stuff i'm a I'm a, i'm gonna keep it 100 what i really care about and what i really want to do what we're going to do right here right now right up next <clears throat> Oh, there we go, senor. Yeah, there you're back Senor Corona, you, we're back, baby. Oh Yeah, so what I really want is uh, Look at my Dragon's Dogma 2. There's uh, a new trailer for Dragon's Dogma 2 That has like a gameplay uh, in it and I was I think two weeks or so ago I was saying that it's this became like one of my like my second favorite RPG game ever and I, it's happened on the whim just like with the Corona it happened on completely on the whim I tried out a demo thought it was okay uh, then I found it on Steam it was on sale I was like hey I remember that game played it got hooked loved it so um yes and there's a uh, drag now there's a Dragon Dogma 2 gameplay trailer so I am about to plug in my headphones Strap that shit on like a you know, button like a like a helmet. Let's strap these damn headphones on like a helmet. Buckle that chin strap, and yeah, let's let's head over watch some Dragon's Dogma.
1: This
0: so <clears throat> this was part of the uh, Xbox uh, like game showcase. I don't think that's like the actual name of it, but I, I think it premiered on the Sunday because I missed it. It's, I was working I think so I think it premiered on a Sunday <clears throat> so I was avoiding everything I avoided everything I, w- I just wanted to t- I just wanted to like see this on the uh like no on the show and uh, just do a live reaction to it so yeah hey man let's let's kick it off let's get into this I can't wait for this thing so yep let's do it what
2: do you think <clears throat> the action RPG game Dragon's Dogma was released in 2012 now a decade later I'm proud to share a look at the highly anticipated sequel Dragon's Wait, Dogma there's cat people today I want there's to cat people now. characteristics that I don't don't think there's Salma cat people in the original. from its predecessor I played the hell out of
0: those the first
2: one I don't, don't remember cat two people will be a single-player game but with pawns at your side it will feel like co-op yes and second Gameplay will feature action role-playing mechanics set in an open-world environment. In the Dragon's Dogma series, you embark on your adventures with pawns, otherworldly beings controlled by AI, alongside the player-controlled Arisen. You can embark on your journey with the Arisen the game that can be customized to your liking, as well as up to two additional support pawns you can borrow from other yeah, players.
0: Yeah, you, yeah, you just download the Before two support pawns online. Characters.
2: Pawns are controlled by the AI, and are now capable of even more precise decisions than in the previous title, helping you in the midst of battle. They can also help guide you to new locations.
0: Oh, this is dope. I can't wait for
2: this. It really feels like you could dap them up now. Other players. Dragon's Dogma 2 is built with the RE engine resulting in a dense world woven with high-graphic vanilla gonna be dope as hell though. enjoy a world roughly four times the size of the original Dragon's Dogma. With more to experience than ever before. We're gonna be going town to town. Holling at chicks. and players not know what's going on. be down as hell though. vibrant fantasy world you can look forward to a variety of vocations to choose from. Your vocation will shape your Arisen's role throughout the adventure. Will you take on enemies with swords? Magic? It's all up to you. We'll have much more to share in the future, but for now, I want to go over a few sections from the trailer that show what we've improved for Dragon's Dogma 2. Uh, uh, let's go, let's go. This game is let's go. For people players to take on situations in their own way. In addition to AI, advanced technology like immersive physics brings pawns, monsters and NPCs.
0: Yeah, the monster to life. battles are what made the game for me. What would happen if you chose so like that the Griffin and the Cyclops's
2: leg? What other exciting possibilities can you think of? Meet two characters pivotal to the story that also appear in the game's key art. Eureka! A bow wielder with a deep connection to the Arisen, and Nadinia, a high priestess of the Bistra, which is really series okay. for the first time. What destiny awaits? How will they affect your fate? The intricate relationships and situations you will encounter in the game are sure to keep you on your toes. During your adventure, you will come across familiar monsters from the previous game as well as new monsters such as Medusa you can look forward to new player vocations and many new experiences unique to Dragon's Dogma 2. Please stay tuned for more information. Thank you so much for tuning in.
0: Yeah we got cat people now, okay, please, please have a release date. please have a release date damn no release date word but it's cool it's cool like if we learn anything from cyberpunk just when it's ready (laughs) just put it out when it's ready but I have all kinds of hype for Dragon's Dogma too, man the only other game the only other RPG I love more than uh, Dragon's Dogma is uh, Dragon Age and that's that's another one. I can't wait to see more uh, like another trailer more game gameplay from uh Dreadwolf. wolf uh, I can't wait Yeah, yeah, I love the pawns Um, the the pawn system. It took me a while to get used to it but like once I got into the game and Like you know, I, I was like, oh, I love I love this like because my me and my pawn like I set it up to where I'm, I'm always a mage in these games. I'm always a mage so I have um my pawn my main pawn was like a rogue a warrior type or whatever and so like i would always sick him like to go at something and i'd be like you know his support or whatever like you know throwing throwing like lightning bolts and shit at that dude like throwing lightning bolts at your head, at your head son but um <clears throat> yeah i can't wait for that man me and my pawn my, my pawn gonna be dope as hell <laughs> We're gonna be running through the whole village just hollering at chicks man. Just Just kicking in the the doors of the tavern Just walking in there. Where are the white women at? <laughs> With a, a, a lager ale in my hand, you know what I'm
1: saying?
0: <laughs> uh, I can't wait for this game. Yeah, Dragon's Dogma 2. I wish it was longer. I wanted to see more. I want to see more man, but it, It's not it's not ready yet apparently so Yeah, that was Dragon's Dogma 2 a gameplay trailer uh, can't wait. Can't wait to see more. I, I damn. I wish I had a release date, but Yeah, let's. what we gonna do next. So next is uh, the Starfield Trailer and so yeah, let's uh, let's take a look at that So here we go. We got the Starfield uh, Official gameplay trailer that came out a couple days ago. I'm just I, I haven't seen this yet either uh, Just like the Dragon's Dogma 2. I held off on it. Uh, it premiered like a few days ago Held off on it. Said I was going to watch it during the podcast, and uh, you know, give like a nice, genuine first reaction to it. So, yes, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, senior, yeah, exactly. And um, so yeah, let's uh, let's take a look now. Um, I did last week. I think last week on the pop culture feed, they premiered the uh the controller and the headset that's supposed to be like accompanying this. And um, the controller looked like uh, somebody drew Sharpie. Over like a regular Xbox One controller, and so I don't know. It just seemed like very, very cheap and very shabby for eighty dollars. Eighty dollars for for that, like what, what are we doing? And and the, since Windows controller has been the same price as a game now, like Windows controller has been more than the game. <laughs> if the game is seventy and the controller is eighty, isn't that like way out of balance? But I, you know what? <clears throat> Gaming is dying just like wrestling is dying right now, but anyway enough with that. Let's uh, let's, let's see what they talking about in the star field All right, Let's go
1: Humanity has always hunted for knowledge in the unknown The wonder is Not that the field of stars is so vast
0: but that we have measured it. Just please tell me they made a new engine, though. Like that Bethesda engine. Ugh. Desperately needs an update. <coughs> Fallout 4? Mm. <laughs> Skyrim? Yeah, Fallout 4?
1: Fallout three. What's out there? You're part of Constellation now. Part of our
2: family.
0: The soundtrack sounds like uh, the Outer Worlds kind of. It's giving me Outer Worlds kind of (coughs) vibes.
2: We do not fully understand
0: all that is at work here. No finer group in the stars to be unraveling
1: this mystery. I'll follow you from here on out, Captain. Grab Jump is ready. I love this part. These artifacts could be everything we've been looking for. Another great secret the
2: universe is asking us to unravel. Human settlements throughout the galaxy could be at risk. <laughs>
0: oh, nice.
1: <laughs> we are not stopping. Whatever lies at the end of this road. Will change humanity forever. This is where we belong.
0: Okay. Okay. This it comes out September or something, I think. Yeah, September sixth not that far actually this is June it's not that far away actually Um, so yeah I'm I'm getting uh, like fallout meets the uh, no man's sky kind of vibes from this like that's that's kind of like what uh, what I'm seeing from it it looks like the engine bethesda engine it was uh tuned up at least like hopefully it's completely rebuilt um i'm waiting to hear that info too but um now it looks good the shooting in this looked all right um the very no man's sky ish too um so yeah i mean that's kind of what i'm expecting like updated fallout mechanics that meets uh kind of like no man's sky gameplay um with with better graphics <laughs> though but it looks good looks fun um i can't wait to, to get this i don't know if this will be a day one purchase for me but well actually it will because it's, it's on game pass and i have game pass so yeah it, it definitely will be um yeah but the soundtrack the soundtrack was like out of uh the outer worlds it kind of like it's that big kind of operatic space adventures symphony kind of uh like sound to it <coughs> and yeah no it's just this is pretty good pretty dope i'm looking forward to playing this one so um yeah there was that the starfield uh the newest trailer for starfield and uh now uh play a quick ad and we will head on into the reviews but wait there's more no so this this just premiered earlier today Uh, so this is the uh, cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty kind of like full-length kind of showcase here so um yeah i can't um i love cyberpunk i've if you probably haven't seen it but i did a review on edge runners and on cyberpunk 2077 like last year so um i and through all, all its flaws, I really love the game. Like, it, it grew on me. And as they kind of patched it and, like, you know, made it better and better on the PC. I played it on the PC, right? And so, um, yeah, it's, it's it's really good. I ended up beating it, like, three times. And we really love the game. So I'm looking forward to the DLC. And um, so this is, like, a good 10-minute, 10 10-minute 10 showcase thing. Ooh-wee. All right. Hold on. Let me get... Let me give her. You ready, see You ready, senor? We ready? Mm. Ah, see, si, senor. See, si, senor Corona. All right, let's go. I can't wait to see what this is. Let's go. Let's. I really hope they do more with this, the ripper docks in this. That was very lacking uh, in the original game. My guy, where's your face? You just you' just gonna have an open face like
1: that
0: How do you keep the flies out?
1: <laughs> we find more illegal weapons and goods. They are some of the most powerful items in the world, but are often much more dangerous to use. And new cyber capacity systems, which leads you to push your body to the limit
0: and give you new abilities to... <laughs> I forgot that Watson Horror uh, ad. Is this still Night City? September! Okay. Oh, September is going to be crazy. 926. thing with cyberpunk is it's a good game and the story is fine but like the whole keanu reeves johnny silverhand thing really kind of takes away from like they they built up night city so well that i just i just want to like immerse myself in the city i want to find like a fixer and just like work with that fixer just doing just random stuff like i can do like a a like a kind of like um ongoing game where they just keep like updating like missions and like keep adding missions and stuff like that in in Night City and keep going like I don't want the whole like ticking time bomb thing in the head Think like if we can resolve that at a point in time of the game and in that but then like keep either with V or we make a new whole new character and just keep like living in Night City I like, best game ever, <laughs> you know what I mean, the, the greatest game ever, but to me, like, the whole, like, Johnny Silverhand storyline took away from the game to me, because it's like, okay, yeah, 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 I, I understand that, but no, I, I want to go over here, you know, like, no, I, I, I kind of want to go over here and, and do all this stuff, I want to be more immersed in the world, and, and and the Ripper Dogs, like, I want, like, every time you get a uh, uh, enhancement, or something like you get the whole like cutscene where like the machine like rips into your your flesh and like and puts like the the chrome and like the, the the circuit boards and all that stuff and and I want to see that right? I, I Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just twisted like that, but I wanted to see that. I didn't want it to be like this kind of like a pedestrian thing where you just click buttons in a menu and like, okay yeah dude, you're augmented now. It's like no, I want to. Like, give me that. Give me the visceral. Give me the, the blood and guts and the the wires and the technology and all that, right? But, okay, I, do, I, do I really want to listen to this uh, Johnny Silverhand thing? Okay, well, I'll, I'll do it for a couple minutes. Let's see. So we're still in Night City. All
1: right. it. has a tension to it. And this of kind of violence. You know, like
0: Only Keanu can still get away with leather pants, by the way. Yeah, Keanu's that guy. I like
1: that tagline. Yeah, and it's just, you know, I mean, hopefully it'll be fun for people to, uh, to play there.
3: It's hard to believe that there's an underbelly to the underbelly yes, that definitely. is Night City, yes, right? Yes, yeah, I'm yeah, a scared.
1: But yeah, in a good way. No, it's a good I mean, we're all kind of drawn to, we're all moths to the flame, are And
0: there's a lot of flame. Check out these <laughs> sick flamethrowers, bruh. Check this shit out. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he looks like he's having a ball doing this
2: too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot Aedris is in this. Okay, so he's like a main character in this. I forgot Idris was uh, supposed to be in this. What do you think about
3: Phantom Liberty when Spark and Spy in particular?
1: The quest to understand what's going on. So we get in the kind of scavenger hunt of information, the mystery, the double crossing, what is true, what's fiction. Oh what the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah, he is. He is uh definitely having fun with this and like having the ball with it. <clears throat> oh, look at Young! Look at Young! Yeah, he didn't already play the damn thing. All right, but um, yeah, no, this this looks good. Yeah, video game. I. You know what? For the longest time, I wasn't excited about. Well. I'm well, sorry about anything, but that's a whole nother conversation. But now, for the longest time, I wasn't excited about uh, video games that much. Um, so yeah, this is like three, three in a row that I'm kind of sitting there like, okay, okay, yeah, I kind of can't, kind of can't wait for these to be released. So um, yeah, well, um, no, no Dragon's Dogma date, but um, September sixth for Starfield, and now uh, September twenty-sixth for uh, uh, Phantom Liberty so yeah September's going to be pretty dope oh and it doesn't um, Mortal Kombat come out in September too I think so yo September's going to be crazy bro. <laughs> and I don't I won't have time to do it to play but like one of those at a time you know but I don't know I'd say I, hey, I know with Cyberpunk and with um, what? I can I keep saying Dragon's Dogma, but there's no release date for that. But yeah, definitely Cyberpunk and definitely a uh, Starfield too. But um, yeah, that was a Phantom Liberty kind of like in-depth look. Can't wait to get back into the Night City. Like just watching that made me want to reinstall the game again. As you know, like with uh, that and Dragon's Dogma. like I'm fighting back the the urge to like reinstall those on my PC again. But, um, yeah, so, uh, I'm, I love Night City, I'm a fan of it, and uh, I would definitely look out for uh, some reviews of the comic books that's been uh, releasing, like, over the year, over the years, actually, since um, the game's been released, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, that, that was that. Alright, and here we are with this week's edition of the uh, Discord feeds. Uh, this is, uh, all of these are uh, displayed on the uh, MaxBooks Publishing Discord. Uh, just uh, sign on to the Discord and search for Maxbooks Pubs. Uh, then, you know, uh, agree to the rules, become a member, and then scroll on down to the uh, Manonical Books Hub. And you'll see the uh, pop culture feed and the uh, sports feed right there. Uh, so you can uh, play along with this if you're uh, doing the home game. And uh, so, without, without further ado, me, my co host here, Senor Corona, let's hit the feed. Alright, this is a pretty uh, decent uh, edition of the feed this week. Um, so there's another showcase, uh, another video game showcase with Xbox. So uh, there's been a couple of things. Uh, a lot of that I've already done. Uh, I couldn't wait to kind of hop in and uh, do like my, my Dragon's Dogma and uh, Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty. Uh, so uh, yeah, I kind of already did that. So I've kind of skipped over those for the most part because we, we kind of already talked about it so it'll be redundant even though I would love to I could talk about dragons dogma <clears throat> for at least four hours or so Straight, I love that game but here we go so first up on the feed uh, reported by Kotaku uh, I regret to inform you it's once again time to get sad about Titanfall 3 I mean I just I kinda need to click on it Titanfall 2 is an amazing game is one of the greatest games ever made is one of the greatest uh, shooters ever made and it's the transformers story that we all deserved but never got from michael bay douchebag anyway uh uh yeah so what, what are we talking about here the last time we wrote about titanfall 3 on this website was april 2023 which really isn't that long ago I mean in 2023 three months is a lifetime <laughs> like, uh. uh so it pains me to say that only a few months later it is time again to talk about titanfall 3 specifically a designer's recounting of how the game was actually months into development before being shelved uh that is uh that's that's actually pretty painful that's uh, again one of my favorite games one of the best shooters ever Like, like if, if i had the echo effect i would do the of all time 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 but no it's it's actually a really dope game really fun <clears throat> it was almost like the half-life it's, it's weird it was like uh it kind of turned into like a half-life three as well you know it's like one of the games we would we can only dream about but it was it was that damn good it was like damn this is almost like what half-life will be like but um yeah, uh, the, if the last time hurt because it was about the potential of a future game, this one hurts even more because it's about a game that could have that been. In an interview with the Burton Network, Burnett Network? Burnett? Right, them. A veteran designer, Mohamed Alavi, who was recently left Respawn uh, after spending over a decade there, recounts what, what was going to on at the studio in the final days of Titanfall 2's release. Uh, he's quoted as saying you want to hear a crazy cut story uh titanfall 3 you know titanfall 2 came out did what it did and we were like okay we're going to make titanfall 3 and we worked on titanfall 3 for about 10 months that's like a year Jeez, uh in earnest right uh i mean we had new tech for it Jeez, uh we had multiple missions going we had a first playable which was like uh, on par to just be as good, if not better than whatever we had before, right? Uh, but I'll make this clear. increment Incrementally better, it wasn't revolutionary. I could buy that because Titanfall 2 was kind of incredible. Uh, and that's the kicker, right? And we were feeling pretty decent about it, but not the same feeling as Titanfall 2 where we were making something revolutionary. You know what I mean absolutely I absolutely know what you mean um yeah the, I mean if you play Titanfall 2 and I, I really hope you have played Titanfall 2 uh the section in the game where you going like phasing in, in and out of like the time like you can phase in the past then come back to the future was crazy like I dog, dog that, that's one of the greatest video game moments I've ever had and I'm like 40 years old damn near i <laughs> I I remember booting up Super Mario Brothers when that was the shit. Okay, like, so yeah, trust me, Titanfall 2 was like that game. Um, uh, Alavi also says the multiplayer team we were having trouble since the game's sensations are as they stood were just too much. Uh, that everything was cranked up to 11 and players would burn out a bit fast, Uh, but ultimately he recounts that. What really killed off Titanfall 3 was the fact that having been influenced by the release of PUBG and seeing huge internal success of porting Titanfall's mechanics to the Battle Royale map, um, what's the name of their Battle Royale, I, it's all over the place, I, I hear it's really good, but I just never really played it. Uh, what the team were planning to add to the series started sounding better as, as its own game. Um, which, I, I, and I can't... Good Lord come on senior what's the name of that game I can't remember the name of it uh, I don't play those battle royale um, battle pass games I think they're ruining gaming uh, ruining ruined gaming uh, gaming's kind of shit right now but <clears throat> yeah I, I can see them like with a single-player games especially single-player like shooter games is deemed not marketable by uh, the suits and whatnot. have you because you got to slap a battle pass on everything nowadays in order for it to be marketable, I guess um, So yeah, I mean it's and the fact that Titanfall 2 being the incredible damn game that it is didn't sell that well I, I kind of knew I mean Titanfall 3 would have been a miracle but it's I knew it wasn't gonna happen because it wasn't like it didn't sell (laughs) that well so it sucks but yeah I'm not surprised Um, so all right next up on the feed I I just okay I just said we talked about uh, a lot of the showcase games uh, specifically uh, Dragon's Dogma but also uh, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, but uh, also reported by Kotaku cyberpunk 2077 expansion mini minigame about one of the coolest parts of the anime. Oh Okay, this they, they kind of they didn't mention this in the, the showcase. But um, Oh Do we get a trauma team do we play as trauma team? <laughs> See this is what I mean about um like Night City Like yeah Keanu is cool and all that the Johnny Silver hands is, is really cool, but that's like Okay, I'm done with that. I really want to dive into like everything in the Night City, and stuff like the Trauma Team seemed like really, really cool uh, thing thing to get into. But um, all right, Trauma Team is an aspect of the Cyberpunk universe that CD Projekt Red's 2077 doesn't engage with much enough. Like like everything else, like like I was saying, uh, the group is a militarized team that shows up for the rich when they're in need of medical help. Conceptually, it's a microcosm of Night City as a capitalistic hellhole, but twenty seventy seven doesn't make a ton ton of use of them. Really, it was the Edge Runners Netflix anime that best illustrated Trauma Team's place in the world. That and um, there's a run, there's a comic book run that they did that like specifically um dealt with uh, Trauma Team 2. Uh, I think it was just called Trauma Team. Like it's like a four issue series that that I read, and it was like. Like, this is incredible. This is exactly what I wanted in the game. Like, give me this in the game. Um, uh, wait, shoot, I forgot where I was. Uh, the team's place in the world as it had a scene where protagonist David Martinez's mother was left to die because she didn't have a priority membership for the services. Uh, it's a bleak commentary on an American healthcare system, and it's a really interesting part of the world. Uh, since Edge Rudger Edge Edgerudger, Edge Rudgers what is that uh, Edge Runners featured trauma Team so prominently 2077 fans have raised issue with how little the entity is featured in the game. Uh, it sounds like developer CD project Red wants to give them a little love in the upcoming Phantom Liberty expansion uh, in an interview with Kotaku at Summer Games Fest, cyberpunk 2077 quest designer powell Sasco said fan reactions to trauma team led to the development of a new minigame That will be playable in the expansion when it launches on september 26 I got it. Awesome Yes, give me more like more into like uh, just the the world of night city like that's that's all I really wanted like I was saying if I could just Get past the, all the Johnny Silverhand stuff, all the Keanu storyline, and just I just want to go to like uh, a fixer and just do missions. Like this is this, this, this all I really want to do in Cyberpunk. They could have had a DLC of just that, and I'd have been. Yeah, I'm good. I'm straight. Um, so what is the what is the um, mini game going to be about though? Um, Sasco compares it to Roach Race, an arcade mini game that was added to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven in a free update and stars Roach <laughs> Geralt Arivia's horse awesome uh, from the Witcher uh, like Roach Race, trauma, trauma Drama will be a side-scroller but instead of a horse you'll play as a member of Trauma Team saving clients oh that sounds okay that sounds right. Trauma Team Trauma Drama is one of the several changes and additions CD Projekt Red is adding to Cyberpunk 2077 with Phantom Liberty uh, the expansion will cost $30 but several of the systemic changes will be free to those who only own the base game, uh, including the cyberware capacity change, evocative of the Edge Runners uh, anime. Thirty dollars, uh, done, done deal. I got that. The only thing is, I'm not pre. I pre-ordered the other game when it came out, December 2020. That was a mistake. <laughs> I can admit that. Uh, so I'm, I'm not going to pre-order this one. I'm. I'm this this is probably gonna be a day one purchase for me. I'm not gonna lie, but I'll, I'll at least wait and see like what everybody says about it before I drop my cash on this thing. Um, I I mean it's more t- more 2077 is more like diving into Night City. Uh, I mean we got Idris Elba in this. We got more Keanu. So I mean it should be good. They they fixed the game for the most part. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure it's still buggy as all hell, but yeah, this this sounds dope. I can't wait to get into it. And I messed up again, didn't I? Why are you not? Oh no, there we go. All right. Next on the feed, Uh, this is posted from Screen Time. Uh, Avengers: King Dynasty is getting delayed. Unfortunately I think I think they announced. I don't know if they announced this, but there were some other Marvel. Movies that was being delayed. Uh, it was supposed to uh, premiere May second, twenty twenty five, but now it's got pushed back a year to May first, twenty twenty six. And yeah, I mean, it, it happens. Writer strike. There's a Hollywood writer strike, so everything's getting pushed back. And I, honestly, I think they're just, <laughs> I think they're like hedging their bets on this. They're like, this will be um, the writer strike will be fixed <laughs> at some point soon, maybe by the end of summer. Not looking like it but I don't know we'll see all right um next up on the feed uh, reported by comicbook.com uh, Gotham Knights has been cancelled after one season on the CW I didn't know this was a thing I didn't even know this existed <laughs> Honestly, like I don't watch TV I don't have cable really but um I, I, yeah the marketing didn't get over here I didn't even Gotham Knights what the hell is that what is that I, that's a thing I thought it was a video game. I didn't know it was like an actual TV show. Um, It's a sad day in Gotham. Uh, The CW has officially canceled Gotham Nights after just one season on the network. Uh, The cancellation is just the latest for the network, which has been undergoing some major shifts since being sold to local television giant Nexstar Media Group in late 2022. Yeah, they said, get all that stupid comic book shit out of here. Get that. And what, how much what's the running bet we'll see a bunch of like reality tv show garbage on there like what's the bet even with the writers' strike so there's no like like ongoing like story series going on anywhere right now so what's the how much you want to bet will you have some like garbage reality tv show crap shoveled in there uh the cw's other two freshman dramas for the 2022 2023 season walker independence yeah it's not that, that's like a walker texas ranger a prequel or something isn't it uh, and the winchesters have also been canceled as well as the network's reboot of kung fu that was a horrible idea to begin with anyway and uh two sentence horror stories which is another horrible idea to begin with. yeah so I, I, I yeah I i get it uh, okay uh what yeah what is gotham Knights about that's a good question uh, in Gotham Nights in the wake of Bruce Wayne's murder what what, wait, what? <laughs> what? Bruce Wayne got got who's writing this shit uh, his rebellious adopted son
1: <laughs>
0: yeah I'd cancel it myself um, Bruce Wayne's getting murdered and he's got an adopted son an uh, uh, unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for killing the Cape Crusader. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't even gonna read no more. Yeah, cancel it. Canceled. Out of here. This, what the f? Next up on the feed, uh, reported by Kotaku, uh Starfield's most expensive version has a fancy space watch.
1: Ooh, it's got a space watch.
0: Ooh, yay. Eighty dollars. Uh, during Starfield's direct at Summer's Games Fest, uh, executive producer Todd Howard interrupted the 437 hours of game footage to ask if anyone fancied buying one of these one of these ear watches he had for sale. Seratipit, seratipitiously, seratipitiously. Oh, hold on, let me. I'm an author. Okay. <laughs> surreptitiously uh opening his uh coat while uh furtively looking around for cops uh, he said not to worry if if the real gold straps left green marks on your arm i said wait what is what are we doing here uh, what is this one okay can we get to what this watch uh, it's, it's pretty sweet looking right it's okay it's all right uh, it features a circular screen uh, as you'd expect from a modern watch in these modern times okay this is kind of garbage with like? like let's get to the meat of the thing here uh, other intriguing aspects is its case
1: all this all the
0: Starfield stuff looks cheap like looks like old-school Fisher-Price it's like stuff I would have had when I was like five like all this like the um The controller looked like a trapper keeper, you know, one of those good old school like trapper keepers. Actually, really makes me wonder. Is there a market? Is there makes you want to go on eBay? I'm about to go on eBay and see if they like I can get a trapper keeper just to have one. I'm old. When you get old, you get sentimental about dumb stuff like that. But um, yeah. Wait. How much is this? $80, right? Uh, You will likely be able to get your hands on one come September 6th when the game releases. Also, peculiarly, a uh, Starfield's pre-order page is currently lacking a button for a price for this most expensive way to buy the game. <laughs> yeah, they're, gonna, they're just going to slap $119 a $119 thing on you while, you while you're nice and hyped. You know, why you're nice and hyped right Right when it's time for it to launch and you're hyped then you're like 120 140 I asked for 140 for this yeah not I next up uh, reported by Kotaku uh, once again uh, Ubisoft's lush avatar game finally shows off its open-world gameplay yeah this snuck up on me I didn't know there was a uh, avatar game (laughs) for this Um, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora might have missed launching alongside James Cameron's The Way of Water last December but now we finally know more about what you'll do in the game during monday's ubisoft forward presentation the published the publisher uh, showed what fans can expect from his open world take on cameron's epic sci-fi fantasy uh the game opened the ubisoft forward event and is very much uh, giving far cry uh taking place primarily from a first person perspective oh i thought i just thought this would be like a third person game uh, the trailer sees a Na'vi exploring Pandora, riding on the back of a winged beast and swimming deep undersea before engaging in some of the heated firefights with those pesky militarized humans hellbent on co- colonizing and colonizing the gorgeous natural world. Uh, okay. Is there, did they say, is there a release date for this? Release date, release date, blah blah, 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 blah. No, no release date that I see just yet. Okay, I mean it's a Ubisoft game, it's but it's first person though. But it's going to have that progressive map thing where you just, like it's a, it's going. It's Ubisoft, so it's going to have five sectors of the map, the, and you're going to have to unlock all five of the maps, and you're going to unlock abilities that allows you to unlock the five sectors of the map, as you know, as you know, progressive uh, like skill sets and things like that. Um, it's gonna have like a uh, like a very charismatic enemy that's gonna like chase you around the map, and you know you're gonna take out like his five generals or whatever that's like you know uh, taking over the map. And it's it's a Ubisoft game. They have a system. They have a system. They they don't bend or or like uh, go against their system like in any way. So yeah, there you have it. Yeah, give give me sixty dollars because I just told you the entire game. There you go um next up on uh from comicbook.com uh chainsaw man's opening has taken over 2023 as the most listed listened the most listened anime track of this year so far most listened to i guess they want to say uh anime track of the year so far uh i have seen chainsaw man i am going to review it at some point this summer um and open the thing is 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 pretty dope I, like yeah that is that is a fact it is it is pretty dope and the anime is pretty dope and twisted and i yeah i kind of love it uh it's might be anime of the year but i don't watch that much anime but from the anime i've seen that and uh, demon hunter good shit uh, top 10 anime songs taking over Billboard Japan for the first half of the year breaks down as such. Uh, number 1 is Kickback, uh, Kenshi Yone- Yonezu, Chainsaw Man opening. Uh, Idol, Yosabi, uh, Oshinoko opening theme. I don't know what that. I have no idea what that is. Dai Zero Khan, uh, 10 Feet, the first slam dunk ending thing. Wait, did they, re- did they redo slam dunk? Did they redo slam dunk? That was my joint from back in like early two thousands. Uh New Genesis Adu One Piece film. Hate One Piece. Uh, Mixed Nuts Official Hige Dandism. Spy Spy X Family. Spy Family. I love Spy Family. That's another good one. I'm going to end up reviewing. Right Senior. Uh Sukufuku. Uh Blessing. Uh Yosabi. Mobusu Gundam. The Wish for Mercury. I haven't seen that yet. But yeah, I I, I gotta watch that. I'm i am Love Gundam. Huge Gundam fan. I'm I'm Invincible, says Adu. Uh One Piece film. <laughs> I, I hate that. Zen Sanka. I think I said that right. Uh I'm a uh, Demon Slayer. Is that wait I think Demon Slayer has a couple of entrances, opening themes, don't they? I think don't they have like two or three at this point? Uh White Noise. Uh, official Hige Dandism. Uh Tokyo Revengers. Christmas Showdown arc opening theme and Tokyo Shandy Rendezvous, uh, Kav and Sumiki, uh, Udese Yatsudo uh, opening theme one. I don't know what that is, and I, I think I said that right, but I never heard of it. But yeah, there you have it. The The top is that is that like a billboard section for like anime openings in Japan? <laughs> we, here we all have like the top 100. Billboard has like the top 100. Uh, top 100 hip-hop and pop and all that in in Japan I guess they got to do the the top 100 anime songs I love Japan stay weird Japan I love you next up on the feed uh, from Kotaku your cyberpunk 2077 love story will continue in Phantom Liberty sweet cuz I I am very much into Pan Am I, I had I have this I had this growing uh appreciation for pan Am it's it's gotta sound like I sound like such a loser right now but I felt like we were in a we were kind of in a budding relationship you know we, we had a thing we got a little thing going on a Fucking loser man <laughs> I get too into these things but yeah that's sweet so um yeah uh it's more pan Am more pan Am relationship nice can't wait $30 $30 yeah, $30 take my money and okay so this is gonna be officially the last time I mentioned cyberpunk twenty seventy seven in the feed uh, devs wrote it just Phantom Liberty role just for him all right okay yeah that's that's pretty cool I mean I kind of want to click in the, on the, uh, the article that's perfect say no more <laughs> um okay and we are are we rounding up no my god okay i got to i got to end this i told you it's a lot of stuff it's a lot of stuff on here but um uh next up uh, reported by comicbook.com Star Trek Picard prequel Firewall will finally reveal how 7 of 9 joined the Fenris Rangers and yeah, that i was not prepared for um uh Picard to be the the sequel to uh the next generation like I I've been watching uh I, technically I've never stopped watching Tng but I've been watching the next generation like crazy especially from uh the paramount plus app that, that's kind of what made the paramount paramount plus app like one of my favorite uh apps to sign on to uh it's within the past especially this year it's been a hard year it's been a this's been a been a hard year so i've been i've been abro- uh, aboard the enterprise a lot in the last few months um with uh, picard and the and the crew so that was pretty cool so star trek picard is over and a review coming uh but his story will expand with a new prequel novel called star trek picard firewall oh it's a novel oh there's gonna be a series or like a movie or something Written by veteran Star Trek novelist David Mack, uh, Star Star Trek Destiny and Star Trek uh, Coda. Oh, I've heard of that. I know Coda. Uh, Firewall will pull double duty as Star Trek Voyager sequel, as of sorts, as well as focuses on Seven of Nine. Picking up two years after Voyager's return to Starfleet space, uh, we know that Seven didn't immediately gain entry into Starfleet upon her return. Uh, Firewall will detail Seven's reaction to the struggle and how she found a place in the Fenris Rangers instead. Uh, Star Trek Picard Firewall is slated to release February 27, 2024, and the novel is available to, for pre-order right now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, I haven't read a Star Trek novel since I was like 15, 16, something like that. But, um, yeah, no, nah, that, that makes it even better. That's, I won't mind checking that out. if fact, when I have the time, hopefully it'll be on Audible because that's the only I I got to listen and go when it comes to books nowadays. Um, uh, next on the feed, reported by Kotaku.com, there are officially too many games launching in October <laughs> of this year. Damn that. September is crazy. September is going to be crazy. Um, We have Starfield. Uh, we have Cyberpunk. We, uh, what was the other game that was coming in September? I think Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 1 relaunch is coming out in September. It's crazy. It's just, and then we're talking October? I, do, I said video games was dead, but I don't know. Is, is it coming back? Is it coming back? Maybe it's coming back. What do you think, Senor? Senor Corona, is video games coming back? Mm. Okay. This says, uh, I just looked at a calendar after all these video game showcases and realized that later this year has become really, really packed. Alan Wake Two. I forgot about Alan Wake Two. What the? Is that? A, is that October, September? I think Alan Wake Two. Alan Wake Two might be October. Uh, Spider Man Two. And uh, more all launching in a 10-day span uh, of this time later this fall prepare yourselves and your wallets my wallets a shambles anyway so it don't matter uh, we are in the eye of the summer games fest 2023 hurricane so let's take a brief moment to catch our collective breaths and look back at everything announced so far at events like the Xbox showcase Taking stock of the next few months of interactive entertainment, one thing has become apparent. October 2023 has officially has too many damn games. (laughs) They didn't say that. I just kind of elaborated on that. Um, So, Forza Motorsports is October 10th. Assassin's Creed Mirage is October 12th. Lords of the Fallen, that's the Lord of the Rings game, right? Um, October 13th. Alan Week 2, October 17th spider-man (laughs) 2 October 20th and that's after the fact of Phantom Liberty Mortal Kombat 1 Starfield (laughs) it's too yeah I ain't gonna make it I'm I'm, I'm not gonna make all that ain't no way Um, especially with a Starfield kind of being a day one cyberpunk 2077 definitely being a day one for me and yeah alan week two is that yeah that's a day one for me i'm buying that that's 60 bucks off top but yeah that's, that's a lot and i was shocked like even with the playstation showcase a couple couple weeks ago i was kind of shocked a lot like, at like the amount of 2023 titles I was seeing it's like wait that's coming out this year I was expecting like 2024 2025 I was just like Shh, man what the? F- I mean I got but so much time and money but it's fun it's fun I love that video game <laughs> video games might be coming back it's been it's video games been garbage of late I, I gotta say video games been garbage garbage but it's coming back a lot of them coming back so um speaking of which uh next on the feed by uh, comicbook.com uh netherrealm has explained why it looks to create mortal kombat 1 rather than injustice 3 i don't think that's 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 their schedule actually they do mortal kombat then they do an injustice then they do another mortal kombat then they do an injustice. So I, yeah, that's. I think it's self-explanatory. Uh, do I even want to read this? Well, let's. i do the first couple of lines. Um, Nether Realm Studios has revealed why it's opted to develop Mortal Kombat One as its next title instead of Injustice Three. Over the course of the past decade, uh, Nether Realm has rotated between creating the new Mortal Kombat and Injustice games in a back-and-forth type of manner. Like I said, they do Mortal Kombat game and then They'll do the Injustice one um, with Mortal Kombat 11 being the studio's most recent project it's still reason that Injustice 3 would be next up. Oh, is that right? Oh, is that right? Oh, didn't know that. Uh, instead, NetherRealm opted to buck this trend and make yet another Mortal Kombat installment with MK1. Now we know the reason behind the, this decision internally at the company. Speaking to comicbook.com at a Mortal Kombat 1 preview event, Another uh, Realms lead systems designer Derek Kurtzick, uh, I think that's how you say it, explained that one of the big reasons why the studio wanted to make another MK game is because of how MK 11 wrapped up. Following the release of the aftermath expansion for Mortal Kombat 11, a fun fact: I bought it, I bought the game and the aftermath thing, <coughs> installed it installed the game, never played it, never got around to it, (laughs) so, uh, Kurtzik said that many developers at Netherrealm were excited about the idea of taking the story in a new direction. Outside of this, uh, Kurtzik acknowledged that the studio's new game engine pushed them to create Mortal Kombat 1 instead as it felt right to develop a new MK game first when utilizing the next-gen tech available. Basically, they don't want to push, piss off a uh, DC by making like a buggy, <laughs> like not playable game with their license. Is kind of what it sounds like. So, yeah, okay. No, Yeah, I did not know that. Uh, I kind of forgot that MK11 was the latest game. I, th- I, th- I thought it was Injustice 2 for some reason. I don't know, but um, uh, next up, reported by Kotaku, uh, Todd Howard of Bethesda says Elder Scrolls 6 might be the last one I do. Now, does that mean like he's leaving the company or that like the last Elder Scrolls to be done? I don't know. Let's see. With Starfield, Bethesda's next big mega RPG on the near horizon, and the hotly anticipated sequel to Skyrim, expected at some likely distant point after that, uh, the studio has its hands full with crafting enormous worlds. But for Starfield's game director, Todd Howard, Elder Scrolls VI might be his final game in the series. Uh, Signing on to work at Bethesda Softworks as a producer in the mid-1990s, Howard has uh, worked on every Elder Scrolls game since the second entry, Daggerfall. He also served as the games director on Fallout 3, excellent game, and 4, eh, uh, and was the executive producer on Fallout 76. eh. Uh, Elder Scrolls and Fallout are not only massive games, they've been wild uh, successes for Bethesda. Fallout 4 notably sold 1.2 million digital copies on Steam in its first day. Whoa, I didn't know that. And Skyrim, as of 2016 alone, has sold 30 million copies because they keep releasing the damn thing. uh, As one of Bethesda's public faces, Howard has never been shy about hitting the stage during various press events and uh, to introduce and show off the studio's work. During an interview with IGN, uh, the famed game director admitted that at 52, wow, he's 52, uh, he's considered the studio's next fantasy epic as is potentially one of his last. Uh, reflecting on how the studio has shifted its development process, moving to support single entries after uh, releasing instead of moving on to, on to the next game, Howard said that the time. And age is sort of spelling out that Elder Scrolls Six might be his final uh, Scrolls production. As we look to an Elder Scrolls six, that is one where I probably shouldn't say this, but if I do the math, I'm not getting any younger. How long do people play Elder Scrolls for? That may be the last one I do. I don't know. Uh, Well, when he puts it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, He has been... Very instrumental in getting Bethesda Games to be one of like the the top like premier uh, video game studios uh, that we have, and I and I, I kind of have a special special Bethesda has a special place in my heart a little bit because you know uh, they're in Maryland, Bethesda Maryland. And Maryland don't have much, (laughs) you know, so, having, like, a pretty kick-ass video game studio, like, right in our backyard, it's just, always been pretty cool, and Todd Howard has been, like, mainly, uh, responsible for that, so, if, if that is indeed his last, and I can see, God, I had no idea he was 52, he always seemed young, younger, for some reason, um, but, yeah, I, I can understand, I definitely understand that, and, yeah, Godspeed, man, uh, if it is if he is gonna like right off into the sunset, hey okay. good good work sir even even through the fallout seventy six and fallout four debacles um yeah he's he has he has way more hits than he has misses, so yeah good good luck, good luck on you uh, okay I wanna round this out uh Okay, and speaking of Bethesda, uh, reported by Kotaku, uh, Xbox promises Starfield would be Bethesda's least buggy launch ever. That's that's a tall, tall order. I, I, I heavily doubt that. <laughs> it is a rite of passage. It is uh, Bethesda's kind of official, unofficial signature to have a buggy-ass game launch. <laughs> like, like when you uh, first boot up the game just your character either clips through the floor or some some like object just flies through the game world or something crazy happens you know that's that is like a rites of passage for any Bethesda game it's happened from all the, the good ones from Fallout 3 <laughs> to uh, new New Vegas, even though I think Obsidian kind of did, did New Vegas, but they passed uh, Obsidian passed the hell out of that though. But um, yeah, no, I I will put money. I will put more, even more money on Starfield being buggy as hell when it launches. So yeah, there's there's that. And uh, some sad news on the feed, uh, reported by ComicBook.com. Legendary Marvel comics artist and Wolverine co creator, John Ramita Senior, has died at the age of ninety-three. Uh super sad. Um I well he, he co created Wolverine. So and I'm a huge, huge X Men fan. When I first started reading comics when I was like twelve or so, I I was in the X Men. And it, it was mainly because of the cartoon, like the nineties the cartoon that was out, but yeah, I started reading X-Men, and uh, like his son, John Romita Jr., <clears throat> penned a lot of um, like the 90s X-Men run, and, uh, a, and a little bit of the uncanny X-Men too. Uh, but, you know, he did a lot of work on uh, stuff like, a, a, a kind of before my time a little bit, I think he did a lot of Daredevil, uh, a lot of Spider-Man that's shown here. Uh, Did he do Punisher, too, or was that John Romita Jr.? That might have been John Romita Jr. No, actually, I think he did Punisher. I think he did Punisher, too. Um, Like, yeah, legendary. Like, just absolute comic book icon. I have a lot of his work uh, in my comic book collection, too. A lot of him and his son's work. So, um, yeah, uh, rest in peace, sir. Godspeed, and huge fan of your work. So, yeah, there we go. And Okay, last up on the feed, <clears throat> reported by uh, Screen Time, uh, James Gunn has indicated that Peacemaker Season 2 is coming after Superman Legacy, <coughs> so I guess they're going to iron out uh, the, the Superman fiasco <laughs> that's going on right now uh, in the DCU and Peacemaker which was I, I did a review on that with uh, my, my buddy Hood on uh, another channel and it was, it was dumb, it was adult swim level of dumb so it was entertaining and funny type of dumb but I actually liked that way more than I thought I would actually and it's on the strength of John Cena, John Cena like is actually a pretty good comedic actor like who knew right <laughs> but um. Yeah. No. This. I can't wait for a season two. Sounds like it's going to be a couple years down the line, but it's worth the wait. And I get to kind of watch it again. Actually, I well, when I get HBO, it's not HBO Max no more. I think it's just Max now. I think it's still like fifteen bucks a month. But whenever I get that app again, yeah, I'll I'll uh, watch Peacemaker again. And so yeah, there we have it. That was a very lengthy very very meaty meaty kind of uh, feed there was a lot there a lot a lot of meat on the on the bone of the feed there but uh, we got through it I got through it with uh, my co-host right here co-host old senior corona and uh, yeah so that's it and uh, we will go get back to the show right after this and now it is time for the sports feed yes sports feed for this week on maniacal books weekly uh, again you can uh, follow this on uh, the discord for max books publishing just uh, get on discord join uh, max books pubs agree to the rules and then scroll on down to uh, the maniacal books hub and boom right there you see the old sports feed pop up right there and you can uh, play along with us on the home game there so um yeah let's go ahead and get this started out and uh first up on the feed the denver nuggets are your 2022 2023 nba champions the first time first time ever denver nuggets has won the nba championship and uh all of the they have a pretty good team uh jamal murray and the joker of course uh nicola jokic Uh, But also, uh, like uh, kind of up and coming players as well, like uh, Michael Porter Jr. All contributing. They've been balling all year, uh, you know. And Joker is Joker. Joker. (laughs) Joker. Jokic is. He's kind of like a once in a generational player. And it's crazy. Like the um the the European players or the overseas players are. Like kind of freaks of nature right now. It's like they they shouldn't be that good. <laughs> they don't look that good, but like uh uh Jokic, Embiid, uh Giannis, they they're all doing like crazy numbers in the NBA right now, just taking the league over. All of them foreign born, just schooling us. Like they just out there just dropping dropping, 27, 15 kind of numbers on us, you know what I'm saying? Just just nasty stuff. Like a game right averaging, you know what I mean? Like it's it's crazy, but yeah, there we have it. Yeah, uh Denver Nuggets 2022-2023 NBA Championships. Um so Yep, yeah, and uh how do, <laughs> how does Jokic feel about it? How does the NBA Finals MVP feel about this? Former uh NBA MVP I'm just happy we won the game. That's all he got. <laughs> That's all he got. Uh, how can you not love this guy? Uh, yeah, I, I he is. I'm I'm calling it right now. And he's nowhere near being done playing. But he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. There's no like how <clears throat> anybody who knows basketball like just sees it almost immediately. But at this point in his career, he's a first ballot, like without a doubt, like no doubt. Um, yeah, so there we have it Uh, so after that, uh, next up on the feed uh, reported by the Wrestling Observer Logan Paul returned, announced for next week's uh, WWE Raw so so Logan Paul is coming back to WWE and he was he's actually damn good at this too (laughs) he's really good in uh, WWE I saw his uh, I saw WrestleMania back in April and because I don't I don't really watch wrestling like that like you know on a consistent basis I had heard he was in there and uh, I have a cousin that's like really into it and like we we talk about it from time to time I was actually shocked I was shocked he was that good like he was actually like really good like he had a really good WrestleMania match and um, yeah he had, uh KSI and another youtuber uh, kind of like made a, a appearance in there as well and it was really good so um yeah Logan Paul uh, coming back yeah I, he, he's really good in it and I might check it out I might actually kind of check out like what he's doing uh, in WWE nowadays so yeah look out for that um like he's really good um and like I, I would suggest checking him out in there if you're into wrestling you know if you're into that kind of thing so um all right next on the feed we're back to the NBA um <clears throat> jokic becomes the sixth player born outside of the 50. US states to win the finals MVP. Wow, that's the sixth player. Okay, what what do we have here? He's in good company actually. So okay, we have Jokic. You have Giannis. Uh that Dirk. We have Dirk Nowitzki. Uh Tony Parker. And Duncan Duncan's Oh well, Virgin Islands, right? Duncan's from the Virgin Islands, so okay, I guess that counts technically and uh and the dream hakeem the dream hakeem olajuwon Yes, yeah, yeah exactly senior exactly yeah yeah um yeah that's good um that's 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 good company This all all hall of famers yeah all legends so yeah i'm telling you he's he is he is a first ballot first ballot hall of famer like without a doubt you can't like take that away from him all right, next up on the feed, uh, reported by MMA Junkie, <clears throat> Amanda Nunez says the next person to hold her now vacant UFC title will be fake forever. <laughs> Jeez. So, I mean, I, hey, she can talk it. She can talk it. She whooped everybody. She whooped everybody and just said, you know what? I'm retiring. I'm walking away. I, what What else? What else do I got to prove? What else do I got to prove? what else I got to prove I done whooped all y'all and yeah so uh, so at uh, UFC 289 she be uh, who was her opponent I it was Irene something um, yeah, 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 go away go away uh, she defeated uh, Irene Aldana and uh, on uh, UFC 289 uh, by unanimous decision <coughs> And Jeff uh, basically just said, "You know what? Yeah, I'm out. I'm done. And whoever <laughs> wins the belt after I did it, fake champs, fake. You ain't really earn it because you ain't beat me. I let you have it. I love that stuff. I love the smack talk. Just talk it. I love it. But she's coming back. Of course, like she she's gonna retire. She's she's gonna take a break. She's gonna recover. Somebody else is gonna win the belts. And and." Uh, Whoever wins it, they're gonna hype it up. They're gonna say, "Oh, you know, you know, you gotta fight Amanda Nunez. You know, you gotta fight Nunez, right? Jeez, you know, you got to." And so, yeah, she's gonna come back. They are gonna hype it up. Mark, mark my words. That's that's exactly what's gonna happen. So, next up on the feed, uh, right back to the NBA. Uh, we j- they just had the the finals, so it's, NBA is all over the place right now. Uh, Ish Smith finally got his ring. <laughs> that is funny because and of course it's hard being a washington wizards fan it's hard being a washington wizards fan it it happened before 2004 2004 to like 2006 the detroit pistons had like a mini dynasty going. How? Rip ham Rip Hamilton. Rashid Wallace. Ben Wallace. I know I, t- I t- I'm very familiar with all three of those players. Why am I familiar with all three of those players? The X ex- Wizards. Drafted by the Wizards, by my Washington Wizards. Can the Wizards win a championship? No. (laughs) Of course not. No, they got to go elsewhere to win the chip. They go, they go everywhere else to become winners. Ish Smith. Yeah, he was a Washington Wizard. He was a wizard and not only him there was um who else was uh there was a a, a nuggets trade actually did there was a nuggets trade which oh can i hold on let me see if i can pull this up I'm, I'm gonna pull this up damn it there was a trade from the wizards to the nuggets earlier this season right before the trade deadline and it uh, it consisted of will barton Monte Morris, in exchange for uh, Contavius Caldwell-Pope, KCP, and Ish Smith. So now, KCP and Ish Smith are now Wizards. Which they didn't. I mean, they didn't really do anything with the Wizards like that. You know, like K- KCP was kind of a disappointment. He had flashes. There were a couple of games where, like you know, he was he had flashes, but. My, my Wizards, my Washington Wizards, and we got a decent. We got a decent squad. We have a decent squad. We um, Coos with Coos, you know. We got Coos. Who's okay? He's 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 so he's a decent player. He's a decent kind of role player. We got um um uh, geez, uh the Unicorn, Kristaps Chris Kristaps Chris Porzingis, right? We got a bill. We got Brad Bill. Uh, this squad is okay. It's an okay squad. That's that should be like a eighth to seventh, you know, seed maybe playing. And if they like overachieve, they could be like a sixth or fifth seed, you know. If you gather some people around them, um, they, we got um, uh, uh, Denny, Denny Advia, who should be improving a lot more we got um uh guys uh, so who's uh who's my other guy who's a decent oh actually i think that's it <laughs> i think actually i think that's it <laughs> that's all that's all we got man that's all we got but it's it's a decent squad it's an all right squad you know bill kp Coos. Denny, he's he's developing, but Denny, Denny can ball. He's <coughs> he's showing he can ball. He's he's like a a great two way player, you know. But um, and that's it. That's all we got. That's pretty much all we got, man. That's that's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but still, like, congrats, Ish Smith, Ish KCP. Congrats, man. You are 2022, 2023 NBA champions. All right, and. And on the Heat side of it, who uh, lost the, the finals? You know, it was the Nuggets versus the Heat. Um, uh, it's been a great ride for the forty-three year old vet. We're talking about Udonis Haslam. It's, yeah, God, I think he's been with the Heat like the Heat exclusively for like twenty years or something like that. Um, uh, he's quoted as saying, "I tell the guys I have no complaints, I have no regrets. They gave me a final season that I'll never forget." That I'll never ever forget and that's all I can ask for and so Yeah, this this is final season. It's I I wish uh, he could have got a, a ring with a uh, Jimmy buckets and um, Tyler hero and the crew but alas, you know, it is it, it is what it is You know the best team won, so there we go um, Next up on the Wrestling uh, Observer, uh, WWE's Kofi Kingston gives positive update on recovery from his ankle surgery. So, that's good. Because um, uh, the New Day is, like, done. <laughs> for, for, for the most part. I mean, it was only Xavier Woods. Uh, Big E, got like, damn near broke his neck. And I don't know if it's damn near or if he did, like, break his neck. Um, and so, he's been recovering. And he's he's going to be recovering for a while. I think that was last year. It might have been like sometime this year, or around this time last year maybe. Uh, and then uh, Kofi Kingston broke his ankle, and so yeah, it's been uh, Xavier Woods just kind of holding the fort down for for a while. But um, yeah, that's that's a good sign. Uh, Kofi Kingston is uh, recovering. He's quoted as saying, uh, I'm actually in Orlando right now doing some rehab on my ankle. I had ankle surgery to remove a bone chip and and fix a ligament after the massive Scottish behemoth of a man, Drew McIntyre, landed on my leg and my body went east and my leg went west and my ankle was completely sprained. Uh, but they took out some bone chips and fixed the ligament and now I'm on the mend, you know? somewhere in between a robot and a zombie somewhere in between I'm working my way back into the field into the fold so it's all good life is grand and I can't wait to see you back doing your thing Kofi so uh, yeah Uh, Godspeed to you sir next up on the feed get some NFL in here (laughs) finally um, OBJ and his uh, new Raven Threads so Oh, page has been blocked with Microsoft Edge yeah, F.U. Uh, Edge Edge has been acting like a straight up just, uh, you know I ain't even going to say it but yeah, uh, so uh, that was one of the things that uh, the Ravens did, uh, Steve Bassardi did to kind of ent- entice Lamar Jackson in the stand, <laughs> you know uh, instead of like uh, with backing up the Brinks truck, say hey we're going to give you some extra targets too, big guy, so don't worry, we're we going to work with you and uh, one of those is um OBJ uh, Odell Beckham Jr. So, um and who is uh trying to get back into playing shape from uh the injuries himself. So um good to see. And glad uh you know, glad he's out there doing his thing. Can't wait to see what they do this year. And uh yeah, that's it should be fun. All right. Uh next up, uh, the wrestling observer, uh Sammy Guevara announced announced for AEW Dynamite. I don't know why that's an announcement. He, it's AEW Dynamite. It, of course he's gonna be there, and they're in town. Oh snap! Yeah, they're in town this week. Uh, yeah, that the Capital One Arena uh, here in DC on uh, Wednesday, June t- June 14th. Okay, nice. That's cool. I don't know if I want to see that. Uh, apparently AEW ticket prices are just dumb. They're like just dumb expensive. And, uh, I mean, AEW is, like, just a step above, like, indie wrestling. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's a good investment yeah, these days. But, I don't know, one day, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I wouldn't mind uh, going to see them. I saw a WWE event for the first time back in 2012 or something like that. It was back when the Shield was still a thing. So, that's that's how long ago it was. But It was fun. Damn, it was fun. I loved every minute of it. So, uh, yeah, that's that. All right, and last on the uh, sports feed for Maniacal Books Weekly, uh, start bench cut. <laughs> so this uh, other so guy here, uh, you start uh, uh, Nikola Jokic, bench Giannis Antetokounmpo, or cut Joel Embiid. So this is kind of like the Mary or uh, the F Mary Kill game, I guess that like the NBA's version of that. So, oh, I don't know. Start bench cut. I mean, if we're going by. Ah, it's starting to get nasty as it gets warmer. This is only drinkable when it's cold. Ugh. Damn, Corona Premier. Jeez. It's just devolved into horse piss what was I saying Um, if we're going by championships I guess you gotta cut Joel right I mean, he's MVP but hasn't won the championship yet so I guess by default I'm cutting him Jokic just won the championship And he's a more all around player. Like he's a more all around like distributor and ball handler. Like the out he, he runs the off the offense runs through him. Right? So do I start him? I like Giannis. I, out of all three of them, I like Giannis the best. I, let me let me just say that out front. I I'm I'm a Giannis fan out of all three. But I got I, I mean, he he just won. He just won the chip. I gotta start Jokic. I gotta start Joker. Giannis is on the bench, and I'm cutting Embiid. I think that's how it gotta be right now. Right now, in like June 2023, yeah, I think I think that that plays. But it, it can go either way. You can start Giannis, right? You can start Giannis. Uh, put uh, Jokic Jokic on the bench. That's not mad at that, but I'm I'm starting. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting Jokic, Giannis on the bench, and I, I'll probably just cut Embiid. You know, that's a hard. That's 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 pretty hard though, because all three of them are balling. All three of them are ballers. All three of them are will most likely going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, but yeah, that's that's those are my picks for right now. All right, there we go. We are done with the feeds for this week of Maniacal Books Weekly. Uh, once again, you can uh, find all of these feeds uh, on the uh, MaxBooks Publishing Discord. Just uh, go to MaxBooks Pub on Discord, join the the uh, Discord, uh, follow, follow all the rules. Go down to the Maniacal Books Hub, and you can find all that good stuff right there for you. and uh, you can check out the video versions of these feeds on uh, youtube by going to uh, the uh, youtube channel uh, maniacal tube Uh, stop by there uh, like the channel and uh, subscribe to the channel like the channel subscribe to the channel (laughs) like the videos Uh, that goes a long long way into uh, showing support for the show and your boy if you like what i do and uh, we will get back to the show uh, just after this And we're back so yes welcome to the review session of uh, this this week so this one's uh, is going to be a, a kind of a lighter week I only have one review uh, for you uh, this week and this we're just going to uh, go to kindred but before I get to that uh, remember to go to uh, youtube and look up uh, maniacal tube there and find the video versions of these reviews and uh, yeah stop by hit like you know subscribe to the channel uh, and you know make uh no make me and uh senior coronas day you know so yeah cheers on that all right Kindred uh, is a eight episode series uh, released on Hulu back in December 2022 it is starring uh, Mallory Johnson as Dana James and Micah stock as Kevin Franklin <clears throat> so yeah um again this this came out back in uh, December and I watched this back then when it released um, and I had all intentions of uh you know reviewing it and everything but that that was uh, kind of before before my collapse uh, I guess you could say but uh, I, yeah but I had so such strong kind of opinions on this after watching it that yeah it definitely just stuck with me and yeah I, I, I kind of couldn't wait to get into this too um, but uh, yeah let's let's get into it so what's this about Um so um dana james has um just picked up and moved from uh, new york city uh, out into california Uh, i think she wants to be like a screenwriter and so she decides to just kind of pick up everything and just uh, move to uh move out to la you know and uh, take a swing at it which i respect the hell out of um you know there's something i mean if I would do that right now today <laughs> honestly but I you know I can't because I have I have attachments I got responsibilities now so you know I can't just I <clears throat> can't just indulge in that right even though I could use like a complete change of scenery complete change of everything honestly but anyway I digress um and so she um has a meeting with her her aunt and uncle who um you know uh, after learning she sold like I guess she sold the family's house in order to like fund her move and so her aunt didn't like take kindly to that because that's like the family home the home she grew up in you know whatever whatever Um, and uh, through that we come we kind of find out that her her father uh, Dana James Father uh, has passed on, and her mother's disappeared under like mysterious circumstances. <clears throat> and so, um, you know, that's kind of like uh, what uh, kind of like made her kind of move to, kind of like you know, led to her moving, just kind of like uh, selling everything and uh, picking up and moving. And so she runs into uh this uh this guy Kevin Franklin, who uh you know they get uh pretty sweet on each other. Um, you know one thing leads to another; they end up hooking up and getting together and then uh then dana's uh x-gene kicks in <laughs> she she becomes a mutant and <laughs> she starts uh teleporting uh herself like to the distant past and um you know it back it goes back into like the slavery days and and yeah that's where the uh the story kind of leads she, she kind of pops uh back and forth you know, uh, until uh, Professor Xavier comes in and shows her how to control her powers. No, no, she, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. He, that, that doesn't happen. She, um, just ends up just going back and forth. She drags, uh, her her new boyfriend, Kevin Franklin, who's a white guy, uh, you know, back and forth into her just to kind of like make the dynamics of that like even, even worse. But, uh, yeah, and that's that's kind of what's what's happening here. We're we're kind of like in that. You know, stuck into like why she's going back and forth, and then she gets involved with um this family, and uh, you know she mm, I don't know if I should say that to spoil it, but she uh, may uh, come in contact with someone who looks very much like her mother, <laughs> you can say, uh, and so yeah, that's right it is. so. What do I like about it? Um, right off the bat, terrifying premise, <laughs> like absolutely terrifying like i know a lot of people um like to say like you know <clears throat> i wish i can go back in the past in the good old days when with life was simpler and yada 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 and all the black folks are saying i'm good <laughs> nope I'm, I'm i'm good i'm staying my black ass right here right in 2023 it ain't perfect but it ain't that <laughs> okay uh, so yeah, the, the premise is actually like very terrifying. It's something I had thought of like time to time, like, damn, what, or just kind of like, damn, what if I was born back in like 1823, you know, like what, what if I was born like 200 years prior to this, you know, I'd be dead. I like, I, look, I'm a blurred. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a blurred. I'm a computer nerd. I write, I write stuff sci-fi horror stories for christ's sake i ain't got no place back there you know it's uh, there's no first off first off you just you took me from my mama first off right uh and then you want me to pick what for how long <clears throat> and then then there's the fact that there's no there's no AC? Where the AC? Where the Wi Fi? Man? Where's the indoor toilet? No, there's no indoor toilet? Where the electricity? I can't charge my phone? Yeah, nah, I'm, I'm done, son. I'm done. I want a master to master let me take a mental health day. <laughs> mass i'm just not feeling it today man i'm just i'm just i'm just not there right now i just, I just need a mental health day boy if you don't get your ass <clears throat> but yeah anyway it's a terrifying premise yeah it was um uh mallory johnson playing dana james uh and uh austin smith as luke and uh michael stock as kevin franklin like their performances are like are like the standouts here you know as their performance is is like pretty very strong um like so i can't take that away from them like i, I really i don't well okay from there let's let's just go into like what i don't like about this <laughs> right senor See, si, senor um I don't like none of the characters in this. Like, there was there was just none of the characters were likable to me. Like, they they all were kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah, they were all just kind of annoying. Like, I didn't. There's not one character in, except for the cop. Like, um, her uncle, her uncle. There was a cop. Like, I I liked him. Like, he was I was I was team, the uncle the whole way just like man what this you this crazy damn girl to come out here upsetting my wife now i gotta walk get my ass up two in the morning because now she's concerned about you (laughs) you you got some crazy white dude in here look i ain't got time for this Handle your shit (laughs) i I would team uncle all the way in this i i really i liked him he was the only likable character the only one everybody else i couldn't stand um it's just that, like, so Dana, Dana James, um, uh, just terrible decisions on her part. Just like, just terrible. Like, what, why, why, why are you doing this? And at one point, like, the one thing that got me was when she knew she was, uh, like, her, her mutant power was kicking in and she was, like, like, blinking back to the past. And she just grabs her, her boyfriend. She just grabs onto a boyfriend. Like, the, the, uh, the white guy, um, micah stock playing uh, kevin franklin she just grabs onto him and just shoves him back now he got to go back in the slave days right and and he's like a regular dude he's a regular dude regular modern day dude you know regular 20 something guy just you know every day average he like works at a, a bar or something like that so you know and it's it's like now he's i and the the interesting thing is like he's confronted with the kind of like the ugly history of the country right and it's like all of us know about it like you know even um even like the like the white people know about it and it's and a lot of these people just regular just regular average people you know just kicking it you know trying to do their thing in modern day uh but you know like but and and they kind of did a thing here where like he kind of easily well, not easily. i'm not gonna say easily but he, he had to slide into like the the um the social norms and like the precision position position damn it senor yeah okay yeah i guess the premiere ain't shit after all um like he had to slide into like the social uh positions of like that day so you know they're together they're in 2023 they're a couple but in 1823 like he's like she's property <laughs> you know what I mean and so like they had to kind of like get like fall into that kind of position when uh, they went back in time and so that was that was an interesting de- book kind of predictable dynamic with it um story not very logical um eh, it's a sci- it's a sci-fi yeah yeah it's a sci-fi. Kind of story um uh, by the way the story is written by the incredible octavia butler um which i i reviewed Don uh months ago like i think like beginning of the year i reviewed Don. excellent book uh excellent story i can't it's a trilogy so i have to read the 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 second two I have to do that pretty soon. But I uh, huge, I'm a huge fan of Octavia Butler. Um, I have to finish those books and then I have to do a parable of the sour. So um and I was looking I was looking forward to this because I heard the book to this is uh, is is really good but like kind of like a hard read at times. But as I was looking forward to this. And yeah I just the the series from I, I did read that the book is way better than the series and after watching this like yeah yeah no duh I, I could tell you not even reading the book i could tell you the book is better than this um yeah it's yeah it's i don't know it's just like dina's decisions she um i think she had a gun like I, I can't remember how she had a gun if her uncle left her the gun or she just bought a gun or found one no, I think um, her boyfriend, um, uh, Kevin, he like bought a gun, right? And so, like, did she, did she bring it to the? I don't think she brought it to the past. Well, I mean, actually, that that is kind of logical, because I mean, black woman with a gun in 1823, yeah, that's just no good can come of that. You know, that your your survivability rate drops significantly <laughs> in that scenario. Cause I mean, you gonna run out of bullets, like unless you unless you bring like like a hundred clips. If you bring like a hundred clips, you might survive. You might long enough to blink back or whatever. But um, yeah, I like nah. And plus, she was so like she was so damn annoying and clueless. Like when she blinked back in time, in the slave days, she was just so damn clueless. She would like getting people in trouble she's like getting the wait staff in trouble it's like like just being out of pocket just like and i get it to a certain extent because i'd be the same way like who the hell you calling boy you know but i but it's like if if i had like those kind of powers and i was in that situation i would learn like i just, i'm trying to get back home like i don't belong here i'm trying to get back home i mean I I mean, how many times are you going to be called nigga to your face, though? <laughs> you know, before you just like... like, like ain't going to be no more... Ain't, no ain't going to be no more boys. No more niggers. I'm, I'm swinging. I'm swinging on the neck. Look, I'm telling you, I'm swinging. I'm swinging on him, and I'm going to be swinging, too. So, I... But I, I, I don't know. If that was... um, this, You know what? In, in a way, Dana is kind of the villain in this and let's just, just hear me out here hear me out she um she just out without like talking to anybody she just outright sells the family home right she just out just sells it and just picks up and leaves and goes to california without without talking to anybody else in the family like this is the family home okay like this is a home that's owned like you know a lot of black people don't own homes here but she just sells the family home and just picks up and leave that's one that's number one number two um when she blinks back and forth through time she just just don't care about the like the other like slaves that like have to like exist in this time like this there's no fluke. they don't have mutant powers they just have to like exist here and she man she is just just don't care just getting them in all kinds of shit you know and i was it was a point where i'm like tell what is wrong with this chick like I, I know you're a modern woman but come on bro like I, I can't i can't i could not in good conscience do like half the stuff she was doing knowing that um like the other like Slaves would would get in trouble and like you know get get whipped or disciplined or something by massa. It's like I couldn't I couldn't do that. But she was just she was doing a bunch of stuff that's just like yo. What you would you chill? <laughs> like like I'm looking like the the uh, the characters in the uh, like the slave characters in the in the show were looking at. It. I'm looking
1: at like yo. What you what you
0: doing? What you chill. Yeah, I she she was she was very much the villain, and that was two, three. Why did she grab onto that 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 boy like her boyfriend? She just grabbed onto him, as she was like, like blinking back in time. And I was like, oh, you was you dirty, bro? Like, why would you drag someone? Like, why would you willingly drag somebody else into that? I was like, oh, you dirty dog! you can't. Yeah, she. Dana is the villain. She's the villain in this in this show. Like, I mean, like the the slave owners were one thing, and oh, and the the the, um, I can't remember his name, but the slave uh master in this was just terrible. He was terrible at his job. He was he was a horrible slave master. Like, like his um, his his wife was leaving him, and who was like, it's just horrible human being. But, the, like, yeah, he was just terrible. Like, that mighty. It's just. But, um. Yeah, all right. What else did I like about it? I mean, I, there was a lot in this. I was just like. I was just watching it, just like, what is the hell is happening, man? And. So, and, and so, um, going to kind of like find out more about this, the, the story, like the actual book. Um, in terms of find out, like, in the book, Dana and Kevin are married which um which makes way more sense and it makes it kind of a better story cuz in the show they just they just uh met kind of and they were hooking up and they were talking and so um yeah it's so it's, a lot of it didn't kind of like mesh as well as like if they were married as it is in the book then it would make sense of like why she would like well, like why she would uh, hang on to or like grab onto him as he was blinking. If it's her husband, then I can understand. She's just like, you know, that I can understand that a lot more. Um, but yeah, that was. I don't was, I don't like to feel like I'm being super critical of this, but it's just it wasn't. It's not a very well written show, in my opinion. This is my opinion, my humble opinion not a very well written show but um i don't know anyway uh yeah that's what i thought about it so uh authors introspection for this one um yeah i it's i personally uh i'm tired of seeing slavery content slave movies slave shows i'm 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 tired of it uh there's this way more to um like black people in our history than uh, just stopping at slavery we always stop at slavery and like the slave trade but we never go back into ancient like African civilizations uh there's there's so much like magic and magistry and stories uh and that as well you know but we for some reason Hollywood just wants to stop at slavery gee I, I wonder why I wonder why um Octavia Butler uh, has a slew of original high-concept sci-fi and Afro-futurist novels to choose from But this is the story that gets greenlit for a series I wonder why um, <laughs> We do need to keep the the horrors of slavery present in the minds of the, uh, in the minds of the nation so that um So that one of his greatest sins uh, never gets repeated. Uh, But we are more than just slavery, as I said. And I say that as a descendant of slaves, uh, you know, we are that that's part of our history. That's not our entire history. And I would have loved to see, uh, um, uh, what was it, Don set into a series uh, instead of the slave one. I would have loved to see Parable of the Sour set into a series or a movie instead of the slave one. Um, there, there. She has, she has a bunch of other like really great, poignant, thoughtful, uh, books that she's written and stories that she's crafted that we don't need to keep going into the slave shit. Like it, it kind of pisses me off at a point that we keep going to the slave shit. there's way more. Stories to tell of like African people and uh, people of African t- descent. Two out of five. It was, I, I think the book is better. Apparently the book is way better. This didn't make a lot of sense. It was just triggering a lot of times, and the characters in this were just really unlikable. Except for the uncle. I really like the uncle. He he was cool. I rock with him. But um, yeah, Kindred on Hulu. Uh, two out of five I would have rather seen dawn And the f- very first release from max books publishing uh, you can uh, pick up mulch. Uh, it's a, a, a mature horror story uh, from maniacal books and uh, And pick up the bundle uh, it comes with a, mul- a mulch mug uh, You know it's um it's, it's a pretty cool bundle uh, I think people are like that and yeah with that uh it is alex mac uh, signing off once again with uh senor corona you know my co-host here and um we i will see you next week peace